0: Thank you. Again, we are back uh, to do part two because, like we said last episode, at the end, we're just too much to cover. So, uh, welcome back. Hi, this is super, hype is my superpower. That's Steve Storman in uh, New York and through the miracles of modern technology, we also have me, Will Freeland, over in Santa Barbara. And uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that makes us hype. We're going to continue to talk about stuff that makes us hype. Thanks for being here, guys. Let's 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 get into this. Okay, so here's one thing. Yeah, why was this called Inferno? It's a great question. Like, they're not dumb. So, like, they right. know what this is going to make you think,
1: and they know what it means to us. Yeah, they know the that, that words impact place you know uh mm-hmm. associations with x men history
0: it's a great yeah, question like they just they just did onslaught like yep. they're they're they obviously don't mind dusting off old storylines right i don't know i i that was I like that either. was like my own that was like my big question <laughs> yeah coming out of this it's a great point, point. and
1: thematically similar. I don't know because also like, liter- nothing literally
0: catches on fire. Yeah, there's no 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 fire, mm-hmm. no no redheads. <laughs> like specifically, any character that was involved with Inferno. Oh, even, right. there was even X Inferno happened in the early 2000s right and that was a magic storyline that was a magic storyline and and how magic magic returned basically Mm -hmm. yeah that was an obnoxious book because that was one of the first hardcovers that i bought that was oversized oh and it just always stood out on my shelf and it was bothersome
1: i'm sorry for you know thank you for your sacrifice no problem
0: <laughs> anyway so anyway i will say the first scene of the first issue yeah didn't make a whole lot of sense and nope. it's because it doesn't pay off until like halfway through the third issue of this it's book.
1: because it is a flash
0: forward <laughs> yeah which is like yeah, 130 we're not told. pages later <laughs> right we're
1: not told about right away but that's fine it is a an echo Basically of the, the start of house of X, which also did, which was also a flash forward in similar structure Mm -hmm. and it's in the armor magna popping out of resurrection eggs are Xavier and magneto. And Emma is wearing the cerebro helmet and she grabs Xavier by the face like he did to Cyclops in house of X. And she says, to me, my X-Men.
0: She's like, how was it that you say in this moment, Charles? Ah, yes. To me, my X-Men.
1: Sorry, a couple other things. One, uh, every issue starts with an epigraph from Omega Sentinel, Karima Mm -hmm. Shapandar, which makes me, you know, her role in this whole plot has been very vague and nebulous up to this point. She's been involved with Orcus. We don't really know why. Mm -hmm. And then... I started thinking about Orcus, the name Orcus, and like they use an orchid motif, a flower motif a lot, right? So they are mm-hmm. like orchid themed and kind of like the idea of orchid orchids growing out of other things, they don't like root in the soil on their own necessarily. Yeah. And then we kind of get this this little uh note here uh, about how Orcus uh, has been you know, creating the non-thinking adaptive sentinel bases called nodes in territories belonging to its allies. They're easily discovered, quickly destroyed, but theorize that these are catal- uh, designed as catalysts for seed events creating created to be narrative evidence of our aggressiveness. And like the burning of fields, our overt action seems to induce new growth, usually of a stronger strain. So unless we can get to the root, Observation and investigation appears to be our best course of action on Earth. But as for mm-hmm. the Forge itself, and Nimrod, who looms within, destruction remains the highest priority. And then we see that <laughs> Krakula has attempted to destroy Orca, uh, the, the Forge 13 times. Oh my god, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and contracted
0: out three more one of the one of my favorite takeaways from this week's reading a mm-hmm. lot of it having to do with inferno is dis- the display of equal levels of competency in the non-mutant characters yeah orcus is not just some big name brand that they're fighting. Like it is evolving. no fucking joke. Yeah. It is evolving with every interaction. Yes. And, and like, you know, you don't see Roxanne doing this. You don't see Oscorp mm. doing this. Mm-hmm. Orcus. And, and also for other evidence, like Terra Verde, the horticulture, like mm-hmm. the, Entities that we've been introduced to in this Krakoa era of X Men are changing their tactics and evolving and learning. Like they have, Fuck, they have a, they have a day one of their history. Yeah. <laughs> so like they're they're just building on every little piece in ways that other companies that have been around in Marvel for decades can't <laughs> or really have true. Yes. And and this beginning of this issue with seeing Orcus's response to these failed sixteen total incursions <laughs> yeah. is amazing. And like they're like, what do we take away from this? What did we learn from this? And you're just like, oh shit! They're yeah. like, they care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, you got to think about morale for the. The X the X-Force here. Right? It's just getting
1: absolutely slaughtered over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, because at least Magneto's. But they don't remember. They're not backed up after them. Right. At least Magneto's missions have changed a little bit. But right. like X-Force just they're just throwing rocks at a fucking concrete building just to see what happens.
1: And what's crazier than that though is that they uh, Orcus observes. They know, they understand. Oh, they're not learning from this. They keep trying the same shit over and over again.
0: Right. They're like, okay, like our Nimrod Sentinel is adapting and dealing with these threats faster and faster. Yeah. What if, where are we learning from this? And like one of just the, one of the scientists that aren't even one of the like big players are like, oh, they're not changing their tactics. Yeah. We're learning through experimentation basically trial and error. Yeah. They either are sending the same batch of clones every single time. Right. Or they don't know how the mission ends. Right. So what do we do with this? Yeah. What's the meaning behind this? Yeah. They're all they all match the same genetic code. So it's not (laughs) it's not just like random like LMD copies. So cool. These are the, the, do they have some sort of resurrection protocol that's beyond what right. we've done? Right. Uh, oh my God. Also, this lead scientist man is uh, Dr. DeVoe. Yeah. He is so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's like a scientist to the purest uh-huh. term. Like every other villain we've ever read in the last 80 years of Marvel <laughs> Comics gets so upset when the plan fails. Right. And he just sits there and he's like, well, what did we learn? Yeah. What do we take away from this? Yes. And you're like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of shit that, like, the splinter character does for the good guys. Right. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you make that the main bad guy? (laughs) Oh, it's so true. Oh, geez. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So (laughs) they they are learning through their own survival that the mutants have some sort of Resurrection level protocol, something going on. Yeah. They've at least theorized it. Yes. Uh, which ties into this whole feeding Ben Urich and his yes. stories. Yeah. Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> so we haven't started the issue yet. I know. That's the intro. That's yeah. the intro. That is the prelude to issue one. This is this all just sufficiently terrifying? Also, the besides the ones that they've done themselves, the X-Men have contracted TechNet, who is a great minor like uh, Excalibur adversary from back in the day. Such fun characters. And a Brood Swarm through King Brew. <laughs> yeah. And a third one that is goddamn redacted because, of course, it is Jonathan fucking Hickman. How dare you, Hickman? How dare?
0: <laughs> but yeah, a full Brood Swarm failed- the forge attack like yeah dude Bruce back is not in it yeah come on buddy the brood like uh, (laughs) oh geez okay okay and then we get a flashback to moira six moira three one yeah one of the early moira's when uh, she got confronted by Destiny and right. Mystique. Telling so her it's that- it's
1: been a while since we talked about House of X powers of 10 on the pod. So I'll just say real quick, Moira McTaggart, longtime X-Men ally, believed to be a human. Turns out she's a mutant. Her power is that. was the when-
0: only human to contract the legacy virus.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, And her power is that when she dies, she is reborn and she remembers her previous life.
0: But it's like, it's a weird, it's a self-loop resurrection. Yeah. Because she doesn't, it's not like time goes forward. Right. It's just her consciousness gets reset back into her original life. Yes. So she has lived... Her same, like, she's always born, say, like, 1962. Yep. And she keeps on being reborn in 1962. Yes. And then when she becomes a teenager, her mutant power kicks in, which then helped which gives her all of the memories of the previous lives that she's led.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Which help her kind of change her path. Her mm-hmm. first two... Uh, like her first life was just a human life and she lived happy. She died old. And then her second life, she when she met her husband, she couldn't get over the stuff that she ends up hating about him. And so they never end up actually getting married and she right. dies alone. And then her third life, she's like, okay, let's I'm gonna get into this mutant stuff and let's I'm gonna dive figure into out, this mutant. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Figure out what's going on with me, why I remember things, why this doesn't happen to other people. Oh, I'm a mutant. Oh, I'm going to cure mutancy and then mystique and destiny show up and they're like nope you're going to die if you do if you do this you will yeah. die <laughs> and 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 also let's show you all the other shit going on yeah just like your future destiny is like this is your future this this is the nature of your powers and this is your future if you keep going down this path
0: mm-hmm. and anyway. eventually you're only going to live 10 lives we're yeah. well, only going to resurrect 10 times
1: well this is what she's... yeah she says and and this is, I don't know if this is a slight retcon or just something I didn't remember. But she says, 11, if you make the right choice at the end. Right. Yeah. That opened up a
0: whole other possibility. Yeah. Hickman <laughs> fucking dude. here's Here's kind of what pisses me off. Is like, mm-hmm. say she dies. How do we bring her back? Like, how do we like yeah. show her... How do we like how do you do more at 11? Because we it because House of X powers of 10 basically cemented that the more McTaggart we've had this entire time is more at 10. Right. And if she dies and starts more at 11, that's still this timeline. So
1: this this becomes a fascinating thing later on. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to jump on this too hard before the the story gets into it a little more. Yeah. Just another thing. Pyro calls mystique mother in this scene, which just hit my ear a little anyway, not important. So yeah, we jump back to Moira's 10th life and no, he calls uh, destiny mother. Oh, that's right. That's what I meant to say. And, and we kind of like, we kind of, so this is all based around the timeline in which, Sorry, the third life is when Moira is curing the mutant genome. And it kind of makes me think, like, was this a mutant cure story this whole time? Because, again, in that list of there are only 10 X-Men storylines, like, that's one of
0: them. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. So, yeah, Orcus contracted with horticulture for gate monitoring software. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that there, you know, there's stuff going on at the Paris gate and... Krakoa has been counter surveilling their Paris node run by Tommy the Morlock. Yeah, it's so great to see her back. She, <laughs> she was the first character killed in the mutant massacre.
0: Oh, all
1: the way back in the day. Okay.
0: Yeah. Damn. It sucks. Cause she's not like, I mean, I get the whole idea about the Morlocks is their mutant mm-hmm. manifestation makes them unable to blend in basically. Right. But like her it, it's just like her hair it just covers like the top half of her face. She's also I feel bad.
1: Her, her power is to become two-dimensional. If you remember her from the TV show, she was briefly in mm. anyway. So finally we get a scene in Moira's No Place, which mm-hmm. sounds terrible when you say it out loud. <laughs> Xavier and Magneto come to visit, and basically they are... They're kind of at their wit's end with with the Forge. Right? With the Orcus Forge. Yeah, their repeated failure to destroy it. It's not going well.
0: Yeah, and so they're just kind of like, hey, you've lived ten lives. Yeah. is In any of your past nine, was there... <laughs> Was there any hope of the mutants joining with the machines? Right? Did we ever work with them? <laughs> hmm. And was like,
1: no. And shut the fuck up and erase destiny already.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Because, because Onslaught Revelation showed us that we can delete files. Holy shit. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> So yeah, so Moira basically she has two rules. One seems personal, <laughs> yeah. and one and one seems seems real. So the real one is that we have to stop the Nimrod program from being created. Yes. That but if the existence of Nimrod spells the downfall of mutants. Yeah. And then the other rule is never let destiny be reborn. Right. Resurrected. Right. Which, from Moria's perspective, seems like destiny will kill her. So, it's a self-preservation technique. <laughs> right. And not necessarily a, she's going to bring about the fall of mutant kind. Right, right. So. Interesting. And I, and I think Xavier and Magni are starting to pick up on that. Right, yes. They're totally. like, okay. I get the Nimrod thing, (laughs) but a precog, (laughs) is that really, is that really a problem? Yeah. (laughs) You told us to get Mystique on the fucking quiet council. Right. And you, and, and we're not supposed to bring back her wife of decades. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. This is (laughs) is getting a little ridiculous.
1: Uh, we also learned that Moira has uh, a little surveillance, uh, bug plant implanted in her elbow.
0: And and, tracking a uh, plant yeah, GPS.
1: Uh, yeah, that she has been going on little jaunt, jaunts out in the world and they have been tracking her. Mm. Anyway, so then, you know, we see a couple scenes of Magneto going grabbing the cerebral helmet and uh Xavier going to Sinister for Destiny's DNA to go and destroy the memories of her, basically.
0: Then after that you've got Scene with Doug kind of going about his daily life. He and Warlock are now like just buddy with Krakoa. Like it's not just, it's not just Doug and Krakoa now. Yeah. So it's Doug, Warlock, and Krakoa.
1: So we have, we had get uh, before in like the very first, like, you know, early days of Dawn of X, there was something weird going on with Doug and. Warlock. Right. And they kept saying things like secret must remain secret. And they, they clearly had something going on that they didn't want, you know, the honchos and the big wigs and everybody else to know about. And it wasn't, and then it was never followed up on. And so now we we thought it was that Warlock was dead. Or that Warlock was even there, like that everyone right. was supposed to think that Warlock was dead. But then Warlock started just like hanging around. And like,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. And he used Warlock as a sword in Ten of Swords. And after right. that, it in just became very public. public knowledge that Warlock is yeah. around. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And we're like, guess. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if that wasn't it, what
1: was it? And right. now we are starting to learn some things.
0: Yeah, and so, like, Doug walks by, like, a plant, and it looks kind of techno-organic-y. Yeah. And then it grows onto his body, and then the next cell, uh, or the next scene, Warlock, or Doug has the techno-organic arm again, and then Warlock is just hanging out, just kind of talking. And, like, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, that's weird, but there was no payoff, so, okay, right. we moving on. Like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm wondering, so warlock is still scared of bay well she is terrifying i guess but like that coupled with the fact that bay just opens her eyes when warlock leaves was Uh creepy in itself but like i'm i'm really curious if that's gonna be a thing yeah yeah because like that was that was literally warlock's like storyline in hellfire gala that's right when Warpath is like, just talk to them. Like right. <laughs> you're you're Doug's best friend. Right. <laughs> you know you can still be part of his life. Like that right. was a whole plot point, and then in, in all of that new seemed meetings. to be yeah. resolved. Yeah. And then you get to hear and and Warlock is still like worried about bay and her yeah. presence yeah anyway
1: yeah and she, yeah he says self finds self friends life mate scary and he says yeah she's a little terrifying i love her so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, so they're chilling and they're like yeah. hey so let's talk about what's going on on the island being like well yeah i guess it's kokoa so okay yeah and then you have a meeting of the war captains
1: yes they they meet up at with the council. And uh, we get not a... at the Quiet Council, but like... In right, somewhere not else. at the spot, yeah. And we get a changing of the guard with his X-Men duties basically uh, taking up more and more time. Cyclops is stepping down as chief war captain and uh, they're
0: elevating Bishop in his place. Mm-hmm. And then also electing Quanon yeah. As as a replacement for Gorgon as yeah. a war captain. And the council's like, Were you gonna like ask for permission for this? And they're like, No, we're telling you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and the council's like, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: cool. <laughs> uh, and then and then the the council goes to their normal council chambers and they decide to get down to business, you know it's time to make change. We know we never really talked about what would happen in terms of succession to and from the quiet council. Should we have rotating positions? What's going on here? Should we bring in some new blood? Also we have to, they're they they're trying to force mystique out, but do it in the least obvious, most obvious way possible.
0: Yeah. It's pretty blunt. Mm-hmm. They're like, Hey, so we have a quiet council. You guys don't have to stay. Mistake. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> just think about it. And so, like, some of the members, are like, are you saying we should start stepping down? Yeah. And they're like, I mean, you know that, or <laughs> you know, we have two empty seats, maybe a third. Yeah. We probably need to figure out who how to fill these seats. So uh, so and then, uh, like, uh, as they're about to deliver their like message, Mystique is like, "Hey, I have a I have a suggestion." Yeah, and they're like, "Do you want we we could talk about that at another time?" Is now.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's 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 <laughs> fill let's fill our two empty seats first. I have a nominee. Oh wait, it's my dead ex-wife.
0: It's my dead ex-wife that you had no idea I already brought back. You yes. of Those bitches. Yes. So they so they're like let's. Let's put it to a vote, shall we? Yeah, and that's the end of the first issue. Fuck. So, like, so story plots, Orca's X Men, uh, uh, Moira, this, that, and the other. But the main thing, Destiny is back. Yes, we're going to vote to see if she can join the council. And and she just steps in, and she's looking young
1: and spry. And she's, she's got a mask. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know right away if this is actually destiny, but it, 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 spoiler alert it is. And yeah. then we get next issue starts. We get a flashback. Those scenes that where we saw <laughs> Xavier and Magneto go in and, uh, handle shit, grab, uh, the, um, you know, the Cerebra helmet and yeah, the, the cerebral helmet and the DNA. Uh, yeah. Both of those were mystique.
0: <laughs> also <laughs> sinister knew that was mystique. Yes. Yes. Excuse me? <laughs> like Sinister is amazing, but yes. like to know, to know, to know, like how, 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 I, I wanna know. I want to know. Why is Sinister so fucking cool? <laughs> right? And then he says, you know, some people think they're
1: clever. Then there's oh. us.
0: And then there's us. Well, just who's just like, look at you all dressed up. Yeah, yeah. Playing a part as always. And quote unquote Xavier is just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, and he's like, fine, I'll play the fool. It's fine. Do do whatever you're pretending to go do. It's fine. <laughs> oh man, Fucking and then wild, you man. have then you have Xavier going to the five, quote, Miss, Miss Xavier, yeah, yeah that's going that's to the five that. and being like, hey, we need to, uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring back Irene Adler. She is, um, yeah, a special case. Um, Hope, have you uh, done a <laughs> a psychic uh reload before and she's yeah. like no and he's like well now's your time because i don't have the power yeah. so <laughs> here's cerebro i think you just like look up the yeah, it's, it's, just, pretty, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty a self-explanatory <laughs> there's 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 a there's an upload wizard just just, just read the file. documentation
1: you'll be fine just
0: hit file open yeah right click save as and she's like oh yeah it's pretty intuitive look at that Okay, moving on <laughs> and she's like, "Wow, yay, I did it. High five me." Here's your yep. helmet back and he's like, ah, "I don't need it. <laughs> Keep it. Hey, five. Keep a cerebral helmet." Uh-huh. That's that no, that's not a that's not, that. That shouldn't happen. Also, the only flaw like I'm fine with it. We're just going to mm-hmm. move forward, but like the 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 semi-flaw is that hope copies mutant powers. No yeah. one on the five is a psychic. Yeah. So that does have the potential for there's there's that small setback. <laughs> but whatever. It's it's not a big deal at all. <laughs> like who else was who else was Mystique gonna bring in to yeah. do this? For sure. So now that she's been brought back, Miss Xavier is like, "All right, five, take a break. This is going to be a special case. Let's you know, see you guys later." And they're like, yep. all right, it's Xavier. <laughs> um, we do what he says." So um, brings it back uh, De- Destiny. Gets yeah, all here's of the Destiny. She's young and once. hot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know this what she looked like. Is this a? No, this can't be the first time.
1: No, we've seen under the helmet. No, but I mean, you know, she's she's been
0: she's very also very
1: like, old in yes. every other appearance. Yeah, she's like—I <laughs> mean, she was literally Sherlock Holmes, like,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and and they cover they cover that with one sentence of like it's an older mm-hmm. file, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I guess for a precog you can do in, uh, like an original file, because they just for like psychics and precogs, yeah, their knowledge base can just be downloaded from right know, fate, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine.
1: <laughs> so it takes a, a couple of weeks to nurse her back oh, to
0: yeah, health. That was about and, four weeks yeah. ago,
1: yeah.
0: And now we get to the now and the vote, which, yeah. by the way. Destiny just goes and sits in Apocalypse's old seat before the vote even happens. Right? Th- My God. Th- what a flex. <laughs> what a flex.
1: Right there with Xavier and Magneto. Like, that's the power spot right there. Anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. So they do the vote. And this is, I feel like it's out of character for Nightcrawler to vote yes.
1: I was going to say the same thing. I had the same note. Like he, he, he's, he doesn't, ex- clearly he doesn't expect the vote to pass. And so he wants to do a solid for his mom apparently. But like, since when has he cared about that? Like that's right. never been
0: really a they don't have, concern. <laughs> they don't have, it, uh, they
1: don't have any it's, relationship.
0: It's a- okay thank you (laughs) i was was trying not to say that but like they don't have a mother a mother-son relationship no they don't have any relationship whatsoever so that felt out of place but like storm being the badass she is like no yeah this doesn't make sense no that's no for me yeah (laughs) and then pretty much all of the villains vote yes and the scenes that that she's gotten to
1: them all right like
0: yeah, the, the all the ones that might argue no, you get flashbacks of um, the back dealing that Mystique has been doing. For one, I mean, I think Exodus was the was the greatest. Yeah, convincing. Yeah, because Exodus only cares about the you know the, cause. the success, yeah, the success of of mutant kind, and what better way to <laughs> to ensure <laughs> success than to get a precog that can right. t- Steer us the right way, yep. And the exodus is just like, Oh, yeah, duh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, bring her on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. And Sinus is like, I'm not going to be voting for this. And and Mystique is like, You're going to, you know, why? Like, why? Because Xavier doesn't want you to, yeah. And he's like, Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Ha, ha. And
1: Kate, not reachable, no, she gets Shaw. In a fencing match in which she grows twice the size and four arms, <laughs> but basically by saying, "Emma's going to vote against it." And then she also gets Emma with an interesting piece of compromise.
0: Yeah. It was just like, "How did you get this?" And she's like, "I have my ways." And it was it's just like a little flashback to her fighting four guards to steal this box, this black box. Mm -hmm. And uh, whatever may be in it that Emma may want. (laughs) Yeah. And so because of this, it is a six to four (laughs) heroes versus villains minus Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we now have our 11th member of council taking Apocalypse's seat on the summer council. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they really care about the summer. winter. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the seasons kind of yeah. fell off a little bit. Right. It's fine. Compared to the Arako seats are very purposeful. Like, yeah, but whatever. Oh, Araco is just cool. It's the thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a scene with Nimrod and a uh, super Omega Sentinel. And just being like Nimrod's like, so what's what's up? What, what, what's up with you? And Omega's like, you know what's up with me? <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> what's happening? Oh man! Oh yeah. man. oh man! Okay. What else? What else? What else? So what else? they go back
1: to to Moira and no she place. yeah, and she freaks out that Destiny's been in.
0: So, so Destiny's back. Return.
1: Yeah. And Moira's like, well, can you kill her? And Magneto's like, she wears a metal helmet on her head.
0: <laughs> of course I can. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the whole oh God. Yeah. And so she's just absolutely losing it. And oh. and Xavier and Magneto are like, this is not, you know, a, th- this – We've reached our, our our fill of secrets and lies and all of this stuff. Like, this is not working. It's not working the way you want it to. Why don't we bring somebody else in on this whole thing with knowledge and prophecy and, you know, knowledge of your existence? And that way we can actually build from a base of power rather than just, like, relying entirely on secrets. And they decide to bring in... Emma Frost and the reasons for it are very, are, you know, different for everybody. Basically, you know, Xavier is saying we should bring her in because she's someone we can trust. And Moira is like, no, it's, it's because she's someone who will understand the gravity of what we
0: might be doing and what we're up against. Yeah, man, there is, there is an amount of respect on the Emma Frost name. Yes. Yes. And totally it is it's it's from a different approach than most characters get. Yes, it's so true. And I'm here for it. Me <laughs> too. I love it. There's one audio log that I want to just yeah look at real quick. Yeah. There's this thing called the Krakoa Network. Uh And it says, the island lives, the island hears. And I'm like, excuse me. Uh And it's just, it's a conversation. It's a transcript of a conversation that happened somewhere on Krakoa between this Destiny and Mystique that nobody should be fucking knowing about. And now there's there's a transcript of it that exists. And it's basically a conversation between Mystique and Destiny talking about how Before Destiny got brought back, Mystique has been sent on these random-ass Black Ops-level missions. She's died a number of times. And Destiny's like, are you sure that's how many times you've died? Mm. And Mystique is like, you know what? I would not put it past them to have erased some of the deaths that I've had. And I'm just like, oh my god, dude. Like, (sighs) Krakoa resurrection protocols are way too anomalous yeah <laughs> not here for it anymore so shady <laughs> oh you can erase save files you can you can <laughs> completely manipulate like just the con the, the concept that you can tweak how you get brought back yeah it's not just a bl- a bl- a blind right. copy right you can choose what memories you want you can make changes to your body you can create the techno-organic virus from Apocalypse, <laughs> right?
1: You, you can put you, you the adamantium skeleton back in Wolverine.
0: You can create adamant adamantium. Well, no, they have those separate. Okay, but still, you can you can create you can recreate the um, <laughs> the metal uh, the prosthetic leg process. that yeah. Shan has. Oh my god! Yeah, like. There, it's it's so like, freaking such here? a yeah. it's such a catch-all. Yeah, but it's also so manipulatable. Yeah. And and like even just like those notes from Quentin Choir where the different the different like bodily changes he's tried through his resurrection <laughs> protocols. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro. Right? That's not it's no. yeah, it's it's weird. But also fucking cable, like I'm I'm okay. Has has WizKid not died yet? I don't think so. Okay, because if he if he resurrected himself as a paraplegic, I'd be very disappointed in him. Because Charles didn't. <laughs> right. This is also like the 17th canonical time that he's gotten his like walking back. But well like, of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single time has been some sort of rewriting of his body. He did it through the m crystal. He's right. done it through regular resurrection. He did it when he took over Phantom X's body. Like it's, it's a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. thing that he does. It's, it's a hobby at this point. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Just continuously
1: losing and then regaining
0: use of his legs. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Mystique doesn't know how many times she's died in the service of Magneto and Xavier. Just shady AF. Yeah. And then there's also this, there's a mission log that Sage has been keeping. Yeah. About the use of the gateway in Paris that they have those two of. Right. And there's an Xavier override that has redacted the entire log. Yeah. And Sage notices.
1: Sage is not somebody who pull
0: this shit on. Her mutant power is a computer network. Would you? Uh, yeah.
1: In her, <laughs> her, her brain. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So Mystique infiltrates the Nimrod complex. Yeah. And learns some shit. And then we get the scene between where, where um, Emma learns about Moira. All of it. All of it. She, she does the, the mind reading of Moira and she gets, it's, it's the, another flashback to, to powers of 10. She, where, uh, when Xavier first read her mind and, you know, freaks out, but, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, she, she, sees all 10 lives and she's, you know, realizes the depth of betrayal. And she's like, I know you brought it, me in for one thing, but I am, <laughs> you have lost my loyalty forever for keeping yeah. these secrets and she sees, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the aftermath scene here more is like, did we just make an enemy of her? Xavier's like, I do not know. Magnus like one thing's for sure. Safe to say she truly uh, understands the gravity of what we're doing. And more is like, ah, we're, we were better off with somebody we knew we could trust. <laughs> and I love this. Damn it. <laughs> I love the place that Emma has like, just in as this sort of like hero of questionable morality that kind of doesn't exist elsewhere in the X-Men group. Mm-hmm. It's
0: excellent. Yeah. And like she she's a powerful member of the council. Like, not oh, even just yeah. the fact that she's one of the most powerful telepaths out there, right. but like Shaw and Kate yep. kind of defer yeah.
1: to her. Yeah. She runs the hellfire. She runs some shit. Yeah. So,
0: hmm. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> yeah. So
1: next we've got.
0: Well, so then they do the vote for the twelfth member of the yes. council. Yes. This, this is where this is where the second issue ends, and the twelfth member of the council, which is a seemingly oh a, it looks like it's a, um, it's not a unanimous vote. No. Sinister, Mystique, and Shaw vote no. It's a win. Yes, eight to three. Yeah. Colossus, because and this is the the person
1: we know we can trust, right? Mm -hmm. And he, as we've learned in X Force, he is fucking compromised, completely compromised.
0: And this and this is the follow up to Xavier saying, "I was hoping we could talk at the end of X." Yes,
1: yes. So we 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 don't get the payoff for that in Inferno, but.
0: Mm, that's in my head now. Oh my sweet Christmas, dude. Yeah. And Jesus and Christ. the fact that the, the seat that he's filling was Gene Gray's, but also oh, the yeah. table with the with the past X-Men. Right. Yeah. Storm, Nightcrawler, and Colossus. But and Colossus they're so is happy so to compromised. See him. I know. Anyway. Not I'm oh my God. Yep. Okay. All right. Issue three.
1: Yeah. So we get a flashback about Doug. Ah yes. <laughs> we learn. We we get the the first sort of like as Xavier is having the idea to build Krakoa, he approaches Doug and says, you know, this is what we're doing. This is the terraforming plans. Here are, you know, some of the this is my vision for the place as a as a home for the mutant people. And so move in <laughs> learn to speak the language you know get to it hang out how long is it going to take you oh, a few months a year just <laughs> gives him a duffel bag and says have fun uh <laughs> and and uh, Doug says, you know, he's talking to himself after he leaves and he's like, Hey, professor, what happens if the island tries to eat me? Oh, don't worry, Douglas, my boy. Everything will work out fine. Just like that time you died while I was ha- in space having sex with a bird lady <laughs> <It> is exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. And then uh, so he says, So, as some techno organic tentacles come off screen, come from off screen. Yeah. And you see, Warlock and Doug's just like, so do we trust this? Yeah. <laughs> and and, and Warlock's says, like, listen, experience according says, to experience, <laughs> hell no, yeah. hell no, we don't. And and Doug's like, cool, 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 cool. Let's 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 put in some safeties in this. <laughs> so the next page is Doug, Warlock, and Krakoa kind of having a little meeting and they're like, should we try this? Let's try this. And Doug and Krakoa start like, or sorry, Warlock and Krakoa kind of trade off starting to like ingest each other.
1: Yeah. They're eating pieces of each other.
0: So that like, we're kind of, it kind of looks like we're working in a tech piece into Krakoa's roots. And now it's making sense that (sighs) Forge is able to make all of this biotech. Uh-huh. Yeah. That just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that this happened to you.
0: Oh, that's... Li- That's why, that's why Kirkoa tech works is because it's part techno organic. uh, What is his technarchy? What is his race called? Technarchy. Yeah. The technarchy. It's part technarchy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Steven.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever got you there, man. I just thought it was cool. This, this changes things for you.
0: Fuck. Okay. There, there's so many things that they could do going for. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? It, oh, no. Because uh, we haven't seen the Technarchy since Annihilation Conquest, but like. Yeah. They've Oh, Sorry, the Phalanx. The Phalanx. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's let's keep going. Let's keep and going.
1: And the phalanx was the the end state. Well, no, we did see phalanx in powers of 10. Yes. Phalanx was the end state of the machine empire.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. Now I'm freaked out. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh
0: god. Okay. Wow, Hickman. Hickman. <laughs> next one stop oh my god and so okay so anyway this is all done in secret so no one but us warlock doug and krakowa know that krakowa is part techno organic virus so when
1: when when this whole time when doug and warlock have been saying secret must remain secret
0: this is the secret this, this is a secret. This is the secret. This is a bold underlying all caps secret. Yeah. Oh god's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a flash forward to for one month later when resurrection protocols are being tested out and they bring back two of the five cuckoos. Yes. And then another one after that, another month later, you have Doug showing Xavier the being able to use plants to build buildings being able to use Krakoa to build the uh, gates, the yeah. warp gates. And then now, instead of doing one month after that, one month after that, now we're, now we're doing four months ago to yeah. uh, change the frame of reference of time. Yeah. And then four months ago, we have... Ripped Beast. Ripped Beast. <laughs> In-shape Beast. Yo, he let himself go in four months. Holy <laughs> four crap. Four months. That's that's impressive. It took me, it took me 20 years to get to how <laughs> out of shape I am. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> oh man. But oh my gosh. And then uh so, so, so yeah, he's just like, hey, so here's some more plant tech stuff you can use. And Beast is like, these you use this uh using like the cadavers that I gave you. And Doug's like, yeah. All of them? Each one deceased from complicated? Yep. (laughs) And he's like, yes, your instructions were followed to the letter, Dr. McCoy. Trust me, I remember. It was gross. (laughs) Super gross. It's like, oh my, so many potential possibilities. Well done, son. Well done. And it's just like, beast? (laughs) There's the workings. There's the workings. There's the workings. Oh, God. Yep. There's work to be done for, uh, and so many fascinating possibilities in front of us. So many possibilities. Uh, and then two months later, to two months ago, you have the talk of, yeah, Xavier asked me to make this no place, which mm-hmm. Krakoa will not be able to listen to. But now that Warlock's tech is woven throughout all of the island, <laughs> which they can't don't know hear. about. Yeah, yeah. Krakoa can't hear, but we will. And then they create the no place to two days ago with the conversation about, we need to burn destiny's destiny from the from existence. Yeah. And you just and have, you he have tech, dude. So also you have this uh, representation yeah. of Technocoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name for it.
1: That's, <laughs> cre- yeah, it it, it's creepy intense. looking too. Yeah. It's all red it and
0: is. purple. And, yeah. Yeah. And then you have Doug just being like, damn it. Yep. Good lords. And then we shoot to back to present. Yep. And Destiny screwing with the cuckoos. Yeah. Being like, so which one is which? And they're like, we don't have individuality, even though one of us dresses in black instead of white. And and (laughs) and destiny is just like, well, (laughs) one of you is gonna survive. Yeah, and they're years. like, "Which one?" And she's like, "You guys have no individuality. I couldn't tell you who walks away." And, <laughs> yeah, and one just was like, it was uh. one, one of one of you,
1: two of you will find love, three of you will not. One will be changed in other world, and one will never recover. You're just gonna drop that. Good right
0: Lord. dude. Prophecy bullshit. Oh my gosh. Fucking Hickman. Fucking Hickman. And that and that's like that's her like mic drop as she go as as Destiny and Mystique go and meet with Emma. And Emma's like, so we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Here's everything you didn't know. Yeah. because this is all one single lifetime for these guys. Right. When Moira's lived through 10 of these. And so Emma's just like, all right, now you guys know. Yeah, Here you go. And they're like, holy shit, what the fuck? And they're like, I know. (laughs) Uh, And then they're like, okay, well, we need to do with this. And and, and they're like, yeah, we do. And then you go to uh, Moira going through her secret gate in Paris and apparently she's been tipped off by uh, Orca's agents. And they go and pick her up and take her somewhere, kidnap her. Um, and, yep. and then you have a conversation between Magneto and Xavier. Sort of like falling apart. Like they've been super best buds throughout the Kirkoan era. Yep. And their values are starting to yes. shift.
1: Finally, some dissension in between these two sort of like prime makers yeah. of the state
0: and and it comes down to the same argument they've always had yes of just like Xavier is blindly believing that this is the future and Magneto's like but if if this isn't yeah like we, we need to put we need to deal with this yeah we need to be ready to you know yeah yeah
1: <laughs> We need to be ready for for war, essentially. And yeah, this, there's also this thing going on where, like, you know, they told Emma in all of these futures we always win, and Emma saw that to be a lie, and and that'll get mirrored, interestingly, otherwise. And then Charles gets a psychic flash of more in Emma. danger, more in danger, exactly. Uh, and then we get. A scene between Omega Sentinel and Nimrod on the Orcus Forge. And Nimrods understand some shit now. Specifically about what's going on with Karima. That she is from
0: the fucking future. (laughs) And she comes from a future where the mutants always win.
1: Yeah. Not the machines, like the ones that... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: so what the fuck oh. is going on here? Also, v- her version, her Mutants Win future is very enticing. I want to see so this. It's so dope.
1: <laughs> I I know. I I saw all this and I was like, is this what we're missing from Hickman leaving? I leaving know. Next titles?
0: So the children, so the vault opens yeah. after millennia in there and the children of the vault show up and they're like hey it's time to it's time for humans to win and then well it's time for them to take place over both sorry yeah it's it's time for children of the vault to win and yeah. then you get you get apocalypse coming back from oraco with yeah, his from, four a horses, yeah. from his fort with his four children and his wife genesis and they win yeah defeating the children of the vault defeating the children of the vault Yeah. i, can, I cannot i cannot <laughs> just, just i don't know of another like analogy to to drive home how powerful these six mutants have to be yeah, <laughs> to completely annihilate <laughs> the five children of the vault. Yeah. They, the children of the vault have yet to actually lose. That's true. Like, every time we come across them, they get tricked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every single time. Yeah. And yet... Apocalypse, Genesis, and their four kids, the first horsemen. Yeah. Just say no. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. And then, so yeah, so in that future, Nimrod gets created, but he gets created too late.
1: Yep. And the mutants are already able to destroy the timeless machine gods called the Dominions. First of all, hold up. I haven't seen any of these before. They are crazy looking. The dominions, yeah,
0: yeah, they look new. Yeah, they look like a blend of the phalanx and like celestials, power cosmic. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like as far as the coloring, the yeah. shape is very celestially, but yeah. short, like only forty feet tall instead of like a thousand feet tall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But also there. So in this like referential story, the mutants win by capturing the celestial powers, life and death, and using the Phoenix Blade, the child of the sun, who wielded it with vigor, destroying the destroying Titan after Titan. Yeah, we community. get the Phoenix
1: Blade again. Fucking remember Corvus from uh, from the Rise and Fall
0: of the Shi'ar Empire. Yeah, Rook Shear Blade. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So. That Phoenix blade was like a blue fire Phoenix, and yeah. this one looks to be shaped like a spear. Yeah, that was a giant sword, like like swords. Like Ff busters. seven. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> swords like swords. Yep. Buster sword like clouds. Buster sword. Anyway, yes. but the four mutants here, one looks to be like a Shi'ar character, mm. just judging by the by the like outline. Yeah, but I'm true. really I'm just curious who those four are, and we're never gonna know. No, no, of course <laughs> not. Because this is a feature that doesn't happen. So unless there's demand for exploring Omega Sentinel beyond what Hickman pretty thoroughly did, we're not going to see it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, we we get that full backstory of Omega Sentinel is the only survivor of that tech race, and she shunts back in time to try to hasten the creation of nimrod so they can better fight the mutants now we get another goddamn infographic and then (laughs) we get a hickman infographic that's that takes place within moira life 10 (laughs) detailing
1: uh basically yeah her time jumps
0: and her, jumps. her timeline yeah. and the stuff that she did in her prime timeline. And then you have, so you have more life 10 a and more life 10 B, which is 10 a is mega Sentinel's initial timeline to when she uh, time jumps and yeah. and goes back and tries to hasten the creation of Nimrod. And then where the trickster Titan, not trickster God, cause it's no. not Loki, but the trickster Titan, which is the last one that they fought captures her and pushes it back through time yeah. to where we are now. And you have uh, her coming online three years earlier than originally planned and doing making her moves to help create Orcus so that Orcus <laughs> can go and create Nimrod.
1: Yeah. So there we go. <sighs> Amazing. So now we have the follow-up on Xavier and Magneto going after um Moira, who was kidnapped and taken to Terra Verde, to an Orcas facility or node, and there's just a, a giant pile of dead bodies the whole way. And we come across Moira in a, uh, Moira's severed arm in a chair. Moira <laughs> is still is with Mystique and Destiny somewhere else.
0: And they're just like giving her shit for everything that she is.
1: Yes, <laughs> and, and the, the severed arm... They were. That's how they were tracking her, right? Because of the the thing and the the tracking and planting in her implanted in her elbow, mm-hmm. and and then a bunch of fucking Orcus mooks come through a teleportal, and
0: Nimrod comes along as well. So now and we have. This, yeah, this is now the first like quote unquote public appearance, the first yes. like earthly appearance of yes. Nimrod. And it's Xavier
1: and Magneto versus fucking Nimrod, dude. Holy shit. They've done such a good job of building the the just absolute terror of Nimrod as a threat. And to be yeah. honest, like, Nimrod's always been super terrifying.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just, yeah. Like, for those who don't exactly know, I guess, yeah. th- so... Before I really got into comics, for me, I always envisioned Nimrod as the like evolutionary end of a sentinel. Yes. Basically. Like if you take if you take a sentinel and keep on improving on its design and keep on improving on its function, the end result at the very end is a Nimrod.
1: Yeah. You've got a a self, self self-repairing, perfectly adaptive sentinel. And Mm -hmm. the X-Men have almost never beaten Nimrod. Like, yeah, Nimrod was like, you know, the, the main sort of like threat in days of future past, it came back to the present and they were being chased by it and master mold. And in order to get away, they pushed it into the siege perilous because they couldn't actually beat it. And that's how bastion was made. That's how
0: bastions are made. So on top of that, something that stood out to me in in this Omega Sentinel like filling in because she even refers her her story is Days of Future Past right. before tech right yeah 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 and she even said like she even name drops so as I close my eyes in mutant hell and opened yes. them years ago here on Earth all my days of a future past yes and you're like oh <laughs> she said the thing. She said it. She said it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. And so like, it's it. And this is one of those things that I meant about the antagonists also evolving and learning Uh and, and changing. Cause like up until this issue, when someone refers to days of future past, it is a heroic story about right. someone from the X-Men going back in time to, right. to prevent a future where the mutants lose. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the storyline oh, of the true. movie. It's 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 done better in the comics, but it's yeah. the storyline of the comics. And like that is the thing. And then now you have the sentinels doing the exact same storyline. Yeah. And that is so fucking cool. Because if Days of Future Passes, the main character's winning. But now the now the tech line is doing a Days of Future Past. Right. Is, what does that mean? What is <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Holy anyway, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like this is just the biggest of deals. You have Days of Future Pass, Omega Sentinel, and Nimrod, which is how <laughs> the early creation of Nimrod, which is how Fuck, you prevent dude. her days of future past timeline. <laughs> Do happening. you want Nimrods? Cause this is how you get Nimrods. <laughs> and now you have them confronting the two biggest names in the mutant community. Yeah. Xavier and Magneto. Oh and that's my the end God. of that issue.
1: Well, and then the next one starts, uh, starts up with the fight scene between yeah xavier magneto versus omega sentinel nimrod and fuck ton of orcas soldiers and you're like well this is kind of bad for the uh, kill no man dictum right and nope the sentinels get them out of that very easily by just slaughtering all of the orcas people and saying this is how little you matter
0: right they're just like okay you, you guys wanna you you guys wanna stick to your morals? Yeah, I got you.
1: <laughs> they didn't even say that. They're just like, we're just showing off how fucking evil
0: we are, basically. Yeah. And yeah, it's oh my gosh. So they basically, they make it a duel. And and the whole point is the Nimrod and Omega Sentinel do not care yes. about human life. Yep. They're it's, not it's, in it. It's They're mutants not... versus humans versus machines. Right the the
1: the mutant the the machines are in it for themselves, and, and it's always been this way, right? The Sentinels are mm-hmm. are are not protectors of humanity. They are self
0: interested. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, this was it an alternate universe X title that did this. Like there was the Orcus inner circle and more and more people are becoming tech. Was that in X? That was,
1: was that Orcus or was that, are you thinking of the second coming thing where they were all infected with bastions, techno organics, all of the like anti-mutant bad guys?
0: Yeah. I don't I I just I just (laughs) I just remember like six people being oh yeah um, at a like table and then it's talking about human supremacy, but then there's more and more tech based people, like Bashin being one of them. Mm -hmm. And then like Bashin got uploaded into a fully Android body, and they told the Reavers guy that they didn't need him because he's human. Oh yeah. He's not all tech. Yeah. was that this was that X I don't I don't remember god dude oh okay so that's fine anyway so we have a, a fight yes and also confirmation that Xavier does have some telekinesis I think he's just
1: ex- making the circuits explode with his telepathy
0: hmm maybe I mean that's that's on Nimrod yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, but yeah, the head pops off a, and, and all the pieces explode. Like it is. Yeah. They're coming apart. Like screws are coming out. Yeah. Like it's being dissected piece by piece the same way that Gene would do this. Right. And it's just one of those things that like, it's been this like unconfirmed rumor that Xavier has tel- telekine- telekinesis. Yeah, in Hawks and Pox, he exhibited it unofficially because Mystique had a flash drive in her hand when she was doing a mission for Magneto and Xavier, and Xavier was like, "No, it's ours," and then just grabs it from her hand, uh, or like just gets it from her hand and it's in and it's in his hand again. Huh. That happened in House of X issue ten, so that became like the latest example of like maybe three of times where he's unofficially exhibited telekinetic power. Hmm. And then you have here where he loses cool. His eyes glow light blue screams, wears Moira and just dismantles Nimrod.
1: Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. I don't see a better explanation. (laughs) <laughs> he, he apparently I just I just pulled it up on the wiki now. He he uh, dating back to X-Men number one, he has had he has shown low-level telekinetic abilities. Yeah. It's just not
0: what he's known for. Right. It's, it's one of those things where it's like like prodigy's chrono spatial analysis thing that she has. Right. It's just she has it. No one ever actually uses it because it's not what she's known for. Right. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. And it only happens in these major like blink and you miss it kinds of things. Right. You know, this, this one's kind of hard to miss. Anyway, and then Destiny, we go to Destiny and Mystique and it turns out they have Moira in her no place.
1: Yes. And she's like, well, you know, the, the, and basically they see another side of Moira's powers, which I think is really cool. Um, she's from her perspective, her power is resurrection, but from everyone else's perspective, her power is alternate dimension creation. And basically mm-hmm. if she dives their lives and everything that they've done is destroyed, erased. And yeah, we'll, we'll get to it in a little bit, but Emma sees it that way too. And so she, so Mario's like, well, then you know that, that you can't kill me and mystique says actually moira i disagree and pulls a gun and shoots and then we get a fade to white
0: for three whole two and a half whole pages and then when they get the flashback of the conversation yep and then Mystique, the big title Sonoma. card death of moira oh x. the death of moira x yeah yep and then so they're like yeah you can't you can't kill can't kill Mora, and she's like, "Yeah, you can't kill her as long as she's a mutant." Yeah, and you're like, uh... <laughs> yes." <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And then you, 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 ha- and then Emma shows them this gun. Yeah, and this
1: is another blast from the X Men's past. This was also from a similar era as you know Nimrod and the Siege Perilous, and. Inferno and all that—I guess—is a few years before either of those. But this was the gun that Forge invented that took away Storm's powers.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you have more Mystique insanity. Yeah, we learned
1: that Mystique was you know impersonated Sage to find a tab to make tabs on Keeping where Meyer an was. Where, yeah, she. Mm-hmm. Uh, impersonated the Orcus agents to capture Moira. She, you know, infiltrated the Orcas base and killed all the people. And then it cut off Moira's arm, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Fucking mm-hmm. wild. Dude, Mystique is, Mystique is no, like Mystique's always been a badass, but like she has not had her right. time in the Krakoan spotlight. She also gets a random haircut in here. She does. But she also can control the length of her hair, I That's guess, true, so. yeah. Because it's it's not even like the, a change in artist. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> she just decides she wants to look different.
0: Yeah, she controls her body at the molecular level. Yeah. Like, the fact that she's not, they argue that she's not an Omega level mutant is just kind yeah. of unfair. Well, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, it's only, like, you could be, isn't Gold Balls like an Omega level, like, right? Gold Baller? Like nobody, I mean, it's approaching the he's, theoretical limit of making yeah. gold balls.
0: I mean, they're eggs now, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just weird. I just it's, wanted it's to odd. say gold balls 15 times in a row. That's totally fine. Anyway, so they, so it turns out they shot Moira with that gun, and, and now they're like,
1: Well, now we can kill you, but Destiny's like, Well, this is a crazy nexus point, mm-hmm. and, and it's. What you know? What we do here will matter very
0: greatly for the future. Mm-hmm. And it boils down to Morris, just like I'm trying to save us, and Destiny's like, "No, you want to cure us? You still see the X gene as something to cure?" Yeah, and that's
1: and and she admits it. She and just says yes, and that's like I did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a big. Stretch for more, or stretch. I don't know. This is, I, I didn't see this in any interpretation of Moira, both before House of X powers of 10 or during it.
0: Right. It's well, it's only until like,
1: Inferno. Like they set it up during Inferno.
0: Mm, mm. I guess the way I see it is like this connects to why she didn't want Destiny to bring her back. Yeah. Or she, why she didn't want to bring Destiny back. Right. Because exactly. Moira three. Creates the cure, and that's when Destiny kills her. Right. So if she, so then if you look at it as she spent every single lifetime figuring out the key to introduce the cure and survive, (laughs) I guess. And right. So like it's it's never even though she joined Apocalypse, she joined Xavier, and she joined Magneto in different (laughs) lives. Yeah, and she joined the machines in another life. All of them were research for her mm-hmm. to understand the X gene to the point where now in Mora Ten she can eliminate the X gene safely, quote unquote, because Destiny's dead, and she knows that as Destiny warned her in Mora Three, the the second she creates the cure. Mm-hmm. That's when Destiny will come to kill her. Yes, and that's why she doesn't want Destiny to come back. She wants to create the cure. Yeah, and she wants she wants to live, which makes me kind of question if that was her plan the whole time. Right? How is she going to use Krakoa to do it? Right?
1: How did any How did any of this come to be?
0: Well, I mean, so maybe there's another so. Maybe there's some sort of deal or understanding between her and Krakoa about somehow either feeding Krakoa all of the mutants and getting rid right. of the X-Gene, or she works it into the, the gateway portals. Well, she says
1: her cure works by preventing anyone from ever becoming a mutant. Before right, their, it works the before manifest, the X-Gene even the manifests. By the children, they grow up never
0: knowing what they lost. Yeah. And so just still genocide. Like, it yeah, it's it's just early,, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, it it gets it gets real it it it's it, get, it reintroduces speculation on key characters of Krakoa, of the Krakoa era, yeah, and that is Hickman just flexing his muscles, muscles totally. I'm so down for this, yes, absolutely, <laughs> oh God. Oh my gosh. And then you get back to the the 2V2, and Magneto's fighting Omega Sentinel and basically puts her in a in a death hold of holding her own gun against her face. and you have Nimrod rebuilding himself and then evolving into something monstrous and bigger and threatening to crush Charles's head. <laughs> And so basically, you have Magneto with a hostage, and you have Nimrod with a hostage. Yeah. And how do you deal with this? <laughs> and it's clear that if Magneto and Xavier die here, they're not going to know about Nimrod Right. Krakoa. Yes. Because so they have not had a backup. Right. Which we've proven in other... Storylines that you could just psychically reach out to literally anyone on the phone right. just let yeah. them know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And so you kind of have this standoff, and you have Magneto one last time being like, Charles, what do we do? Yeah. Like he leaves the decision in Charles's hands. And Charles says, we have to try and trust him. Yeah. And because Nimrod's basically like, I still need Omega Sentinel. Uh, I will trade lives. Yeah. Well, it's and not then, just
1: that that Nimrod is is here and online, right? It's also where that Moira isn't with them. Like if they don't do this, right. they will be on the wild goose chase after Moira in Orcas in uh-huh. forever.
0: Yeah. And so and so Nimrod and Magneto come to this agreement of just like, we let these two go and you and I duke it out. Yeah. Because we both know that we're not walking away from this. Yeah. <laughs> and, Magneto's, and Magneto checks to Charles. And Charles is like, let me run away and yeah. let Omega Sentinel run away. It'll be fine. And so yeah. uh, Magneto's like, okay. So he lets go of Omega Sentinel, which good guys should never let go first. right? And Omega Sentinel's just like, oh, I'm sorry you trusted me. And just goes for the kill on Xavier. Yep. Just absolutely Magneto splats him. Yeah, Magneto like, well, responds cool. in kind
1: on Karima, but who knows how final that
0: will will
1: be? And it is not.
0: They yeah, get a power and dampener so hand, and yeah, Down her hand, goes. in her hand she's holding a power dampener and uses the last of her like yeah power to uh, activate it. Magnet so Magneto totally would have won. At <laughs> least it feels like it. Yeah, maybe. And then with his power damp with the power dampener on, Nimrod gets just the most intense of sucker punches. On them, and then Omega Sentinel rebuilds, and so now you have these two fresh machines. Yeah. So they lo- they lose. Hmm. Xavier
1: and Magneto lose.
0: And uh, they basically say, "Like, listen, machines are going to win. Did you seriously think, from the day you people created machines, Do you really think we we're going to be your slaves forever? Yeah. And I'll see you later. Bye. So how's that Chat GPT looking right now? <laughs> and and then so she puts the kill on, kill move on Magneto and that's the end of that little story and then so you come back to Destiny and Mystique to deal with uh, Moira and they're like okay let's just kill her and then in pops the in other shoe drops Doug fucking Ramsey dude
1: i love that Jonathan Hickman has made Doug fucking Ramsey into such a Absolutely major
0: central character for everything that he's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so yeah. great. He's he man like Doug is one of the most. Fl- I'm 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 so thankful that they like Doug has always been amazing tactically. Yeah, but like he's he's never had the like maturity and backbone mm. to like mm-hmm. use himself well. Yes. And cool. now we finally get it. Yeah. Like all of the other new mutants have had their like redeeming redemption arcs. Right. Yeah. And like in my run of comics, the first time I got to see Doug, Doug, he was dead for is, so long. Yeah. First time I get to see him is on a run of X-Force where he discovered the internet and became a junkie. Yeah, uh, because he got addicted to trying to understand the language of the internet. <laughs> and uh-huh. like, that's the Doug that I had for the longest time Yeah, of just like this guy who got lost in the power of the internet, which is insane. Yeah. And then I, they use him it again. And it was just like, and then they started like getting flexible with his power of like, I can read your body language. Right, I right. can read your mannerisms and stuff. And that kind of yeah. got weird. And yeah. then we get Kirkoa Doug. And Krakoa, Doug is such a badass. He's great. Oh,
1: oh my gosh! And he so basically says so- like, I, I, I see, I hear the things that you're doing, and Mystique's like, "Well, fuck, I'll just kill you too." And Destiny says, "You know, uh, I'm be careful. I'm blind to this moment. This boy brings chaos and a breaking of time." <laughs> <laughs> and he just right? shrugs it off. He's like, "Oh, yeah. wow, that sounds and, serious. And well, like, hey, yeah, look, you like- know."
0: <laughs> I could kill you and he's like you, you think i'll be that easy to kill and she's like oh please and he's like what about them brings his wife brings his best friend yeah. brings the island and <laughs> they're just like you're not killing doug today yeah. sorry bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and then just the appearance of everybody and destiny's like oh god raven <laughs> i can see three possible outcomes here None of them sound great. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them we lose. One of them we win to fight another day. We live to fight another day. Not yeah. even win. Yep. <laughs> and it and it basically the the path of least resistance and the past path of their survival, their being Destiny and Mystique, is to let Moira go with Doug and party. <sighs> and then uh Moira gives or Doug gives Moira a techno hand.
1: Yeah. Which
0: that's gonna have payoff,
1: right? Is she gonna join the machines
0: now? Is she gonna get phalanxy? Mm-hmm. Because she's she got shot, so she's not a mutant anymore. Right, exactly. So Doug's like, Kriko's gonna let you use this gate one last time. Uh, it'll get you a head start. We'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Good luck. <laughs> and Destiny and Masiq are all pissed. And they go about their ways, and then uh, we get we get to the flash-forward resurrection of Magneto and Xavier. Yep, the one that we saw at the very beginning. Emma brings them back, and she's like, hi, welcome back. And they're like, how long have I been gone? I'm like, don't worry about it. The whole council's here, by the way. <laughs> they all know all of your secrets. We told them everything. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Emma, and dude. <laughs> yes! Right? Like... Th- that makes so much more sense to have the right. entire council in on this. Totally.
1: And they're like, we're not telling everyone. For now, we're keeping this to the council. But, you know, you, we agreed you weren't wrong to keep secrets. You were just wrong to keep them to yourselves. So now it will be held by all of us. The Quiet council is a curse now, not just a burden. But mm-hmm. it, we, we skipped over another really awesome Emma line earlier mm. where she's she's saying like, my telepathy works subtly different than Charles's, for oh, yeah. example. He sees yeah. the strengths in people. I see weaknesses and, <laughs> and and so when she read when she read Moira's mind, she learned all of this shit.
0: amazing.
1: All of the things that Moira wanted to keep from her
0: i just yeah, you, you know you're so right though, like that single line like just adds this extra layer of how telepathy is used and and the, by also other just people this, and just
1: yes and also this depth to 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 fucking emma like it, it makes perfect sense for her character as we've known her forever it's just like a subtle recontextualizing of
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah fuck so cool
0: which make honestly, which makes her such a good teacher. Like if yes. she, if she's, if her tele- telepathy works in a way that she sees your flaws and weaknesses, but then she uses that to instruct you on how to be a better mutant, like hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool. Oh my God. Okay. And then, so yeah, so we have this like rundown of the like, the groupings of the quiet council. Yeah. Of the nation's founders, showing Xavier and Magneto with Krakoa in the background. Yeah. The always faithful Sorm and Nightcrawler. The trustworthy. And <laughs> just make sure to single out the non trustworthy, trustworthy yeah. of Colossus. The innocent children and shows Doug. And then the broken keepers and shows Emma. The heroes and it shows Kate, thank goodness. The villains <laughs> show Shaw. Yep. The killers, Destiny and Mystique. The liars and it shows um, our favorite liar, Sinister. Yeah. The, and the true believers and shows Exodus. And it's, oh, it's so cool. Krakoa was created to last, to endure the end times, built on hope paid in full and able to withstand any force that would rise against it we built the walls high and locked ourselves inside forever and then my issue has
1: a splash page at the end to be continued forever in immortal x-men oh dude two books of that have come out already my like, god, oh, dude, I it hurts me to be so far behind. I want to read all this shit. You're
0: hilarious. You dude, you're 23 years behind. Don't. <laughs> but I hear you, man. It is it is the one era area of Marvel that like I'm not even with. Yeah. And it is conceptually kind of obnoxious. But I also, I, uh, the, this is so separate from the rest of 616. Like it, it has like bleedings out here and there. Right. But like it's so well compacted that yeah. like, it feels like I'm in two different timelines anyway. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and, and like, I'm fine with it. It just, it just, it does suck knowing how big of a fan I am of Krakoa X <laughs> and knowing that there's more in existence that I just right. haven't read yet. Right. I'm with you on that for sure. But man, what a, what a book. What? We like indeed. to, to just drive the point home. We spent almost two hours on four issues of comics. I, yeah,
1: I said, (laughs) I said in in our group chat, I was when I, as soon as I, I wasn't even finished with Inferno yet. I was like, (laughs) we might, we might need to have this be a separate pod.
0: Yeah. And then you decided we should, uh, you you threw out the idea that we should try it all in one pot. And I said, okay. So here we are. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm not trying to put put any blame or give any shame. But like this was, this is, this is, this is big. This is big. This is big. This was a lot. Well, oh my gosh. It was a pleasure reading it with you, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that we're reading. The Krakoa era, X tiles together. Me too.
1: Oh my god! Otherwise,
0: wow! So just there's so much, there's so much. (laughs) Oh my lord! I'm I'm really excited to see what comes. It's it's incredible that Inferno leads into Immortal X Men. That is impressive. Yeah. You know what else came out? I think I said this last week or last episode or two episodes ago. Is Hellfire Gala uh, two? Oh yeah! So it's because yeah. they said they said that they want this to be an annual event. Yeah, and I. That's I, come out
1: several months ago. I said to to you know somebody at the comic shop, like, oh yeah, I'm way behind on Krakoa X Men. I, I I just read the Hellfire Gala, and they're like, which one? It's like, you bastard! <laughs> I didn't you know there was, was more.
0: <laughs> um, I will say. The second Hellfire Gala did not come out in a giant red carpet edition. Okay. At least not yet. But it is 10 issues. Okay. X-Men Unlimited. Well, X-Men Unlimited Infinity Comic 50 through 55. Then um, X-Men Hellfire Gala 22, number one. The Secrets X-Men, issue number one. Amazing Spider-Man, number nine. And then... Uh, free comic book day. Avengers X Men number one. Interesting. Amazing Spider Man. Amazing Spider Man, dude. So, and that's written by uh, Zeb Wells. And oh, dude, Amazing Spider Man's getting some heat. Yeah, you mentioned that. I I I read
1: a really bad review on like Polygon or Kotaku or something. Also,
0: yeah. So. I'd already expressed that it's kind of weird that they broke uh, up him and Mary Jane and Mary yeah. Jane's with that other guy. Right. Apparently, the world is not happy about this, the comic book reading world. But then also uh the fact that he's working for Osborne and the fact that he has an Osborne-built spider suit right now. So he's got a glider and he has spider oh, pumpkin bombs. Like oh, super. Yeah. Weird. So we yeah, we got introduced to the to the glider at the end. It was like one issue. In the second volume of Amazing Spider-Man. And apparently he sticks with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then there was the like one side issue where Vulture got all pissed at at Pete for his uh for granddaughter Tiana finding out through quote unquote Spider-Man that he was a bad guy, but she's dating Miles Morales. And so like Vulture, like kind of just almost kills Pete, even though every other iteration of Every other time the two of them have dealt with each other, it's been in passing. <laughs> I, <laughs> like <laughs> I appreciate
1: the story, and I'm gonna let you finish. But like we've been at this for four hours,
0: and I need to pee. Okay, fine. Anyway, yeah. So he uh, basically just the fact that Tombs got the got the upper hand on um, Pete. Yeah, in, in Zellwells's run mm-hmm. is uh, not getting digested very well also apparently and i haven't read this issue but apparently pete says something about how he loves mary jane like a sister
1: yeah i think that was something that he said to to black cat Cat. and she saw right through it or something okay yeah Yeah. because
0: i don't have the context on it i've only seen that one quote but anyway so next what, what do you what do you what do you have? Do you know what you have up for next time?
1: Yes, I have X Men Unlimited number twenty eight, Bishop nine through Bishop the last X Men nine through fourteen, Magneto Dark Seduction one through four, X Men the Hidden Years nine eight through thirteen, and if I get to it, X Men Search for Cyclops one through four.
0: Oh, oh yeah, Search for Cyclops. Okay,
1: because we yeah, gotta so I've got, gotta
0: find out what happened to him after the twelve. Got after twelve, 12 yeah. yeah. I've got Edge of Spider-Verse, which I think is basically a compilation of short stories of finding other spiders in the multiverse because they're going to – I think there's like an end of – a death of the Spider-Verse. Okay. So like they're ending the Spider-Verse era. Uh, (laughs) So they're like building up to that. I have volume 11 of Jason Aaron's Avengers dealing with multiversal Avengers stuff. The other half of the Captain America titles, uh, which is the Sentinel of Liberty, going for Steve Rogers, Captain America, and then funny that we brought this up. Volume three of Amazing Spider-Man of Spider-Man on the cover on his web glider going against Hobgoblin. So okay, weird, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. But anyway, let's put the outro music. Here. Okay. And then let's go get Let's go get dinner. Let's go let's to the back end. Let's go to the Alright. Good, good, good. Episodes. man. In. That was great. That was great. Yeah, great too. So it's all up there sure. two there. Appreciate it. Thank you. time. Peace. Later.